Hey there, people of Earth. It's time once again for... Trash South Street. Yes, Trash South Street. A podcast listened to by humans about music. Humans who learn about this thing called love. And... We bring you love. We bring you love. Trash South Street. Trash South Street. In this nice, cold act. Uber night. Yes, chill in the air. Yeah. Leaves turning, changing color. <laughs> I think, all right, we're... Oktoberfest. I'll say 30 seconds and we already knocked it right off the rails. <laughs> People are like, fuck this shit. Click. Yeah. Done. All right. Trash South Street. I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. And we eventually talk about music. Yes. So, Jamie. Yes. Wouldn't it be nice if we had something to talk about? Wouldn't it be nice? Oh, we'll get back to that in a, in a couple minutes. All right. Uh, what's new, Lou? It's been a couple, eh. been a week or eh, no, nothing really. Two, three weeks. You know, dead grandpa. That's yeah, about it for that me. Yeah, that sucks. Sorry to hear. Yeah. You look like your grandpa. A little bit. Do I? A little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I like know. to. I'm see, balding. So I don't like to see open castings. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I can definitely tell. It was creepy. So it was sad. My grandpa died. I always thought you looked like your mother. My big thought was because I did look at the open casket. Mm-hmm. They could have trimmed up his nose hair a little bit, maybe. Which <laughs> I is, didn't notice that. I mean, that's about it. Italian families, we plan them quick. And then, you know, there's always f- family drama. This one hates that one. In our case, there's sort of a Hatfields and McCoys-style war in the family. You Italians. Italians, yeah. Vendetta! I like that your grandfather's name was Augustus. Yeah, Augustus. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, Gus. Very Italian. He is very Italian. So what'd you call him? Grandpa Gus? Grandpa Bono. Uh, I don't call him Grandpa Gus. <laughs> what would I call him that? I don't know. I don't know. What do you call? Do you call your? Did you call your grandfather like? Well, I never met my dad's dad, but my mom's mom was Pop Pop. But so see, you don't really call him like. But we call my grandmother now for Victor and my nieces Grandma Fisher. Oh well, that's a last name though. Yeah. It's not like you know. I don't know. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> no one cares. This is fucking boring. <laughs> What's new with me, then? I will uh, change the subject. Um, nothing much. I'm mm. going to see the uh, Descendants next Thursday. Ooh. Playing with Fucked Up and the Nightbirds. Mm, and hopefully cool. I'll see Alan there, so I don't feel super lonely. And where's that? At uh, the uh, UT? Yes. The oh, Electric nice. Factory. I just said Union Trust. Oh, I thought you said the... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, so, no, it's not at the UT. <laughs> no, it's at the Electric Factory. All right. So that should be a good time. Yeah. Never. I. I. We review. Well, I reviewed the Descendants' new album uh, a few podcasts ago, and yeah. I still listen to it. So actually, I probably like it a lot more than when I first listened to it. Not yeah. that I disliked it, but it's good. Yeah, it's really good. to get it. Like, yeah, has to saturate your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if I may revisit a segue from a few minutes ago. Yeah, concerts. Wouldn't it be nice, Jamie? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> it was um. It was Brian Wilson doing Pet Sounds. What is it, the 107th anniversary of it? Because <laughs> it seemed like it, but if, anyway. If you judge by the audience. You saw it pop up, like, how, how long ago did you get tickets? Like, way So, alright, let me back up. So way back, probably in February, mm-hmm. is Brian Wilson is doing Pet Sounds. And you're like, shit, Pet Sounds, one of the greatest, like, albums. Yes, ever. One of, yes. Yeah, one of the most influential albums. So first I'm like, oh shit, Pet Sounds, and I'm like, oh shit, Brian Wilson. Mm-hmm. I was very apprehensive about buying these tickets. I was like, Brian Wilson, you know, you hear all the stories, that Bare Naked Ladies song. 
Ryan Wilson, a bit of an unreliable narrator, if you will. Yeah, I was like, oh, should I buy tickets for Marcy? Oh, I promised Lou I could. Ryan yeah, Wilson well, you chose a, wrong. I chose wrong. Much but. like that Nazi woman <laughs> in <laughs> The Last Crusade, you chose unwisely. Ah, yes. I don't think it was the Nazi woman. It wasn't, it was, wasn't her. It was, it was the American businessman. Yes. And I was like, oh, shit, Brian Wilson. Then looked up reviews, and people were like, no, he's really good, man. Brian Wilson, he's on. He's back. It should be like this. He's really good, man. My grandbabies are writing this on the computer machine for me. <laughs> Further defense, I had asked a few people who had seen him when he did, uh, he toured Smile. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, no, he's good. He's really good. No. So, <laughs> we go. First of all, it's in beautiful Upper, Upper Darby. Darby. The shithole. It's a shithole. The tar- the tar- ugh, the target. The tower is an... It's an odd location, but it's usually pretty intimate and nice. So I was like, oh, it's cool, you know? So we go. These were good seats, by the way. Very good seats. Uh, well, see, very bad seats, if you will. To see corpses on <laughs> He stage. could get the whole... See, that didn't even bother me, because I've seen plenty of old bands. Most of those old bands are really into what they're doing. So it's um, <laughs> Brian Wilson yes. sitting at a piano. With probably a... A diaper on. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. So, it's Brian Wilson. Al Hardeen sort of fronts it. And he looks kind of like sorry up there. And, um... No, yeah. it looks like they just, like, he got bit by a zombie. Yeah. Well, they all, they're not... At, like, ten years ago, and he's starting to disintegrate. And his voice still sounded okay, but he couldn't yeah. hit, like, the total high parts. Alright, so anyway. It was this whole sad... Pantomime, I guess, would be the right word. So the first set is all non-pet sounds, Beach Boy stuff. Uh, maybe one or two Brian Wilson songs in there. I honestly don't know. And the second set was going to be pet sounds. Yes, it was pet sounds. You get to see Brian Wilson kind of occasionally half-heartedly sing a lyric, mm-hmm. sitting at the piano, where you could see his hands dangling below. So he's just kind of sitting there. Yes. And then Al Hardeen would be like, this song reminds me of this. And then they play the wrong song. He's like, ooh, I guess we're playing that song. An individual whose gender remained undetermined up until he or she spoke. And it was a he. Well, I thought it, to be honest, and I know he had to be old, obviously older, but I thought it was an older black lady. Yes. It was not. I thought it was an old black lady, too. It was like a dude who had a lot of bad plastic surgery. And played with, like, the stones and stuff. Like, he had a good... Um, Pedigree. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that was cool, but yeah, not looking too good. I always... And then, like, fronted, a, like, two or three songs, a little too many, for not knowing who this guy was. And the crowd was insane with it. Like, all the old people were like, whoa! Like, yeah. holding their walkers in the air. Yeah, this this dude, he's probably someone famous. He's probably, like, uh, Phil Spector, so I don't know. I don't think so. It'd be great if it was, like... This... And the people in front of us... They were a little younger, but the I think they were either like slightly touched, and I'm not being mean, or it was their very first concert because the one kid like just claps really weird and. Yeah, there were a few people who were really into it. Yeah, that one guy, that one guy was sort of rocking out really hard to every song. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I'm not like there to judge people. I don't care, and I don't mean to be an ageist or whatever. I'll but say, aren't we judging people on a podcast? <sighs> nah, well, we're judging the music. I think I don't. Well, the music what? itself, like, other than... They sounded okay, you They know? did, but they did. So here's... 
You've seen the movie Groundhog Day? Yes, I have. Plenty of time. So there's a day where it's... In the movie, he has an almost perfect day with Andy McDowell. Yeah. But then he tries to repeat it, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Like, he goes through the motions, but he doesn't sort of... That's kind of how it was. It is kind of... It's like watching a Jack, Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> he grasps the technical aspects, but doesn't get the meaning inside. Yeah. It was like a funeral that we were part of. Yes. Um, so the best part of the first set. Well, let's talk about even getting there, like getting right, into our seats. It was just, imagine a bunch of old people, like 70s plus, trying to find seats. And it's not the, like even so, us, and I'm not saying we're super young. It's a kind of a little bit of a confusing place if you don't know. Well, the t- it's also, it's packed out. The tower, there's not a lot of room to maneuver. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Everyone kind of wants to. And they usher you. And they usher you, but we were told. Uh, They let me through, they didn't let you through. Yeah, and I was like, you know, we were sitting next to each other. Yeah. And it was just weird. I think they want me to have. They probably would have had me go down the the very right of the whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so that was confusing. I've never seen more confusing as far as that goes. Because, like, the ushers weren't. Ushers were just. Even there. Well, they're old people ushers. They call them handlers or or aides. I don't know. It was like being at a Cracker Barrel slash nursing home. Cracker Barrel slash nursing home. There's just this smell of <laughs> sadness. I, I really thought I was going to see colostomy bags getting I mean, thrown it was on great. stage. So a lot of oldie olds. Well, the best, I think... I'll say this, ironically, a lot of people who probably didn't buy Pet Sounds when it was out because it was too different. Yeah. I could... Yeah, probably. Well, Pet Sounds didn't sell that good. And we know. knew it was going to be an older crowd. Like, my mom, she's in her late 60s. She bought Pet Sounds when it was mm-hmm. out, but it, it looked like a much older crowd than them. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like seven, <laughs> 70s to 80s. It's crazy, though. You yeah. Know? I don't know. And But I think the best, my best line of the night is we're, me and Lou are sitting, and I'm just looking around in jaw-dropped amazement how old the crowd was and being like, wow, I'm, I feel really young. Mm. The lady next to me had to be mid-70s, late-70s. So... I turn to Lou and I say, if she just picks up her shirt a little bit and shows her titties, because they're probably sagging down to her belly button, like, or I, I just said that she would yeah. flash the Beach Boys, but they wouldn't see anyway. And Lou goes, Janie, like, shh, yeah. she'll hear you. And I was like, no, she won't, Lou. Yeah. No, she will not. Because I forgot, yeah, you were being, <laughs> she probably wouldn't have heard you, but you were being a little too loud for, a, if it was a younger crowd, you'd be in some trouble. Yes. Um. So we're sitting there, and it's like it's two songs in. I'm like, wow, this is really depressing. Yeah, it was... and I was like, I wonder, we're we're a little too far up. We couldn't just sneak out now, could we? Well, it'd been too much of a pain in the ass because those old people didn't want to set up. We were in the middle of the, the yeah. Row. The people, yeah, the people who got up to let us they in the first time were like pissed. pissy. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I was like, really? All right, so we're sitting there watching. I'm gonna say two songs before the end of the set. Might have been more. I don't know. At that point, I was just waiting so I could escape. Then good old Brian Wilson gets up and leaves. And I mouthed to Jamie something to the effect of, I think he shit his pants. And Jamie starts laughing. I mean, probably thought the exact same thing. Yeah. It was an awkward, like, it, he did he wave? Like, did he do any? I thought he kind of I thought waved. He, he said something to Hardy. He was like, I got a shit. Yeah, oh, gave God, a gave a quick wave and just like, gonna, like hey, waddled off the, the set as quick as he could. I got a poop. <laughs> yeah, so he gets it, and it was just like I, I don't understand. It was really confusing. Yeah. Oh, we forgot that um, 
Or Hardeen says the word hell. El Hardeen says the word hell and then apologizes. Oh, like, excuse me, heck. And you're like, oh. Yeah. But oh, you potty mouth. Potty mouth. So anyway, <laughs> Brian Wilson gets up to take a shit or something. And they just play the rest. Now, I was told... He said, um, like, major health problems. I no, I wasn't even told that, though. Yeah. That So you saw, like... He ate some bad salmon. He ate some bad salmon. So, like, it would have been his right, our left, if we're staring at him. Mm-hmm. There are two keyboards. Like, two, two keyboards. Yeah, I remember seeing the They two. are there solely to pick up the slack if he stops playing the piano. Now, he did not play piano no. that night. Yeah. And I've he since heard... sat there. Like, that he is very hit or miss... Depends if he's having a good night or a bad night. He was not having a good night. But people were eating it up. People were eating it up. People who don't go to a lot of concerts. Yeah, well, yeah. First, first set's over. We get up. And we like, just... I'm like, yeah, they sound okay. And we were both like, well, we don't need to look at them. So yeah. we, we more or less stayed out for pet sounds in the lobby and just drank beer. And then book it. <laughs> yeah. And booked it. It was great So because there was no one else really out there. Because can you imagine... We that, could watch it on the monitor. Oh, that's that chaos, like just leaving yeah. the parking lot. All, right. all right, so he's dressed all in black, mm-hmm. except for his white hair. And on the monitor, it wasn't immediately apparent if he had returned, if you were to remember. <laughs> you so, didn't, I saw him. You were like, like I couldn't see he? him, so he blends in. I was like, oh, wow. You're like, did he die? <laughs> it would have been something. So it would have been there. So the second Pet Sounds was over. And, you know, I mean, it was good. It's been I mean, better, yeah. like, not watching him. Mm-hmm. And also, there wasn't really this, you know, the attempted stage banner that they aren't particularly good at, I guess. Well, like, I went and got a beer, and I was one of the probably the few people that got carded. I was like, thank you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, they're I'm really carded, not that Carding people to make sure that they interfere with their heart medication. Yeah, I know. They're like, uh, are you on any um, inhibitors of yeah. any sort? So, we did not even make the token effort to stay for the encore. And it's like a six-song encore. Yeah. Now, we go to our car lovely upper derby and as we're driving towards uh like 476 or whatever we see like a string of seven oh i forgot about that oh, i didn't cop please cars. cop cars all with their sirens on heading towards the tower towards the tower so the speculation on the way home <laughs> was that brian wilson was in isis I mean, you know, it was a lot of, ah, blow it up, ah, ah, ah. yay! You don't deserve my piano player yeah. and my duty, salmon duty. Duty! So as near as we can tell, he made a duty and then did some sort of terrorist act. Like, he, he blew himself up or something. He did the Brody, if you're familiar with Homeland. Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, Beach Boy. Well, Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Yeah. Because, yeah, the Beach Boys. I'm glad I, you only had me pay 50 bucks for it because I would have been sadly. I would have been like, yeah. Fuck. But after that, I was seriously pissed that I missed Morrissey. Because well, I was yeah. like, Morrissey, and then I promised Lou I'd go, and I really want to see mm-hmm. Pet Sounds. I think it'd be a really cool experience. And then I was like, F yeah, no. You know, Mike K saw Morrissey the night before and was I, talking about how great he I was. I heard. I heard it was amazing. Other than, and I was like, well, let me ask you this. Well, you're not a Morrissey fan. I didn't know. I know you. And here's why. Here's why. And I'll He's not a likable person. Exactly. So I asked Mr. K, did he attack the audience? Did he get angry at the audience? He's like, yes. And I'm like, is does anyone ever have a Morrissey story where he's not being a dick? The answer was no. So it's just too much. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I like him. And it's all like, I'm so He'll show like uh, PETA stuff and like... You mean like... Like little kids in bathing suits. 
No, that's... It says a different kind of pedo stuff. That's Nambla. Nambla? Not not PETA. Oh. I think it's PETA, isn't it? I don't remember. Oh, PETA's people for ethical treatment of animals. yeah. You're Mm. smart. You know stuff. (laughs) I, I know some stuff. Yeah. And that was our experience... So I guess uh, after all that hootenanny, we should go uh, maybe talk about some new music. Well, new S. Newish, yeah. New S. It's all, it's all relative. So um, we've been talking about this, you and Matthew and me. You. <laughs> More like, uh, well, I talked a little bit about you, I think. I, I had independent conversations with both of you about yeah. it. So. Angel Olsen. Yeah. My Woman, her third album, folk indie rock from North Carolina. Well, actually, I think she's from St. Louis, but she lives in North yeah. Carolina. It's her third album, and it came out September last month. This is almost a departure. She moved away from her lo-fi prior sound on previous records. So I've been told. I'd have to really listen to her previous album. Um, what won me over with Angel Olsen, I listened to XMU, mm-hmm. and that um, Shut Up and Kiss Me song. Yeah. I end up just like falling in love with and I would hear all the time I'm like oh, I should check out her other stuff and on Bandcamp they only have like three songs listed I would listen to it and then I'd be like eh I really just really like that Shut Up Kiss Me song so I decided to finally that since the album was released to uh, listen to the rest of it yeah it's really good um, In Turn which is the opening song kind of has this little synth pop sound to it nice little sound the video's cool have you watched any of the videos? yeah and she has like big yeah. face yeah well that like the shut up kiss me like well she has that like weird like wig on or whatever yeah. that like silver metallic wig on mm-hmm. it's the same with intern as well and i think she she looks fantastic mm. she looks really good but intern's a good song slower um i guess that's like her song to um depart from her previous sound as i presume because i never really listened to any of her old stuff as i said shut up kiss me favorite song probably the most different song on the album it's very kind of grungy more rock and roll, um, but it's very sexy song in this like raw, weird sense. And I love the lyrics. Like her lyrics, she's very good at her lyrics. I'm not gonna recite lyrics, but it's it's good, good song. And the video is fantastic. Especially she directed that in Intern. Um, other songs I like, uh, Not Gonna Kill You, has a slight like Nirvana hole kind of feel to it. Heart shaped face has like this Mazzy Star twangy country sound to it altogether great album um the album's almost like in two parts the first part is more rock and roll the second part is more country folky a little more ballady but altogether great album her voice is a star i think her voice just kind of like haunts you to a point beautiful very bluesy and you hear like a bunch of different influences going on uh you hear like 90s alt rock you have like country rock of the 70s a little velvet underground at times I know she said Fleetwood Mac was a bit of a an influence, and as I said, Mazzy Star. You have this at country field, a little Patti yeah. Smith, in my opinion. Um, so Angel Olsen. Yeah, Mazzy Star. It's a reference out of. Oh, I, I, it's accurate. No, yeah, but um, Jesus I, Christ. I never. I remember Mazzy Star dropped back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never into it. I was like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the older I got, I was like, you know what? Mazzy Star was actually yeah. really good back in the day. But you can kind of see that comparison to a mm-hmm. point with Angel Olsen. Yeah, definitely get it, or at least at least get a couple of singles. Didn't she just it. either play recently or... Mazzy Star? To... No, Angel Olsen. She just played... I know Matthew and I were talking about it on um, on Facebook. She sold out the Union Transfer to two nights in a row. Oh. Um, so she kind of has this... She's popular, but not 
popular enough. Like, they're not really playing her on, you know, yeah. the MTV. She's just the right amount of popular. But she's, she, I, I, I heard her, like, a while ago on XMU, and I just finally got around to just... Yeah, I really like her. I mean, I like she's that cool. style of, what do you call it, girl folky, girl-driven. Yeah. And it's not, like, boring or anything like that. It's yeah. always, uh, upbeat, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Angel Olsen. A.O. Apparently, sometimes she refers to herself as A.O. Uh, I don't think so. No, I'm, I was hearing a story about, like, she was talking about eating shitty on tour. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I go in a diet, there's a little too much A.O. on stage. It's 100% true. That is 100% true. I believe you. Your eyes say no, you don't. <laughs> so, Jamie. Uh, Lewis. A fan of the Pixies? I am a fan of the Pixies. What do you think of Dinosaur Jr.? Dinosaur Jr., I was never into. All right. Um, never disliked them. Never liked them. Um, they were always kind of a little too... Because I guess when they were at their peak, what, early 90s? Yeah, early 90s. Um, and I just wasn't... I was more into Nirvana, and then I started getting a punk and stuff like that. So. All right, I feel like that's a popular answer yes. in regards to Dinosaur Jr. So... I'm reviewing as sort of a package deal, mm-hmm. uh, Dinosaur Jr. and the Pixies, both of whom have many similarities. Yes. Both out of Boston about the same time. They both have their unique sound. Yeah, both have sounds that can be used as a descriptor for other kinds of music, and that's sort of, they have a signature sound. Mm-hmm. The Pixies, of course, like surfy guitars, and the part where they, they talk real soft, then they get real loud. And the devil that's- is sick. And he does lots of shit. And God is him. Exactly. Yeah. La la love you. Um, and the uh, you know Dinosaur Junior is sort of this. More... I didn't know they were that into skateboarding. Wait, Dinosaur Junior? Yeah. Did you see their videos? Yeah. It's all skateboarding. I guess when they it's started. Like a pug skateboarding yeah. and shit. But anyway, see, Dinosaur Junior tends to be a bit more throwbacky, little heavier riffs, more feedback, and uh, most of the songs sound like the middle of a song. So, so, you don't have like an opening verse. It's like you start somewhere I hear you. after the second chorus. So, which one are you going with first? Okay. I'm going to very briefly visit Dinosaur Jr. The album is... Give a, give a glimpse of what you're not. The year is spelled W-E-R. Came out earlier this year. Like, really, like a couple weeks ago. If you like Dinosaur Jr., you'll love this album because it is very Dinosaur Jr. If you're not into Dinosaur Jr., I actually listened to a couple songs. I yeah, love I want to hear what you have to say. That's about it. I mean, uh, good to know was my favorite song. Tiny was my favorite song. Which Tiny was. I didn't know was a new song. I honestly didn't know until well, today it's, it's, that it was. I thought it was from like the early '90s. I mean, the thing is, stylistically, they haven't really. Like, wow, that's actually a fantastic song. It was really yeah. good. Um, I, I'm kind of impressed with D- Dinosaur Jr. They yeah. created an album that sounded like it was made in the 90, like early yeah. 90s, um, which I'm cool with. Yeah. But um, Tiny, I thought, was an excellent song. So, yeah, I, I agree. It, like, it's a really solid album. Listening to this album made me realize how much the Foo Fighters took from Dinosaur Jr. Vocally, the vocals are very similar, and it's sort of just a, a heavier, more produced version of Damascus's riffs. Foo Fighters has I mean, they evolved. Their, like they, I mean, they put their own spin on it, but definitely early Foo Fighters. Yeah. And, you know, a number of other bands, too, I guess. Like, I had actually almost reviewed a band called Kaiju Bombers mm-hmm. that sounded exactly like Dinosaur Jr., except for very shitty vocals. So, that's Dinosaur Jr. 
Yeah, I, I would recommend and it. I've been listening to all of it, but what I heard, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. I'm As I said, I never was into Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. But. It's a bit, when I'm really in the mood for Dinosaur Jr., I'm into Dinosaur Jr. I and totally earlier this it. week, I was really in the mood, and then I was like, hey, I gotta put this to It's like Pavement to me. I've never, like, mm-hmm. Pavement's one of those, those bands in the vein of, they don't sound the same whatsoever, but you listen to, like... XMU and they do like flashbacks. It's always mm-hmm. Dinosaur Junior, Pavement, yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, eh, I'm just ne- I was never into yeah. that stuff. But like, the more I listen to Dinosaur Junior, I'm like, eh, they're mm-hmm. actually pretty damn good. But yeah, which brings us to yes. the Pixies. Yes. Uh, the Pixies, Head Carrier, also came out. I think even more recently, last two weeks, maybe three weeks, or it was probably like three months ago. I don't know. But they both came out relatively recently. Um, Head Carrier. Uh, my first thought was the same as your thought, that Frank Black does not sound quite like Frank Black. He's not doing his normal stuff. Can I tell him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Listening to it, I listened to Head Carrier, the first song off the album, and a handful of other ones. And musically, clearly sound like cool pigs pixies. But I was like, is this Like, it just didn't sound... The vocals did not sound the same. See, I would say... But I thought they musically was tight. I could tell Kim Beale wasn't sure. Yeah. That's a large part of it. But I just thought Frank Black's vocal sounded totally off. So I would actually, I would disagree slightly in that I don't think all the songs sounded classic Pixies. I'd say about half of them. Well, I listened to like four songs. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> why. Well, depending on what songs you listen to. The first, like, Head Carrier reminded me of The Baser, I think. I think. Yeah. Head Carrier. Um, that Cha Cha. Um Chungalunga. That was an odd song, but. That's, that's the most Pixie sounding song. Yeah. Um, Tenement Song. Wins the award for the most pixie-ish lyrics. Yes. Um, I did listen to Tenement, and I listened to one other song. Talent? Yes. Talent? Yeah, you picked these songs that sound exactly like okay, pixie songs. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, because the rest of the songs, not so much. There's another one. Um, all I think about now, what's her name? Paz Lenchanton, yeah. who's the new bassist, mm-hmm. does the vocals for it, And the opening riff is straight up the opening the riff of There Goes My Mind. Like, not even, like... I, had, I did read that with some of the comments of stuff. This, I read a comment that described as the Frank Black experience. <laughs> so, we have two bands here. Like I said, very similar. I uh, would give it... I would rather listen to Thaddeus Virginia. Another, yeah, I was good. Well, I went back and forth. And I was going to say another thing. is like, they're both sort of driven by the front man. Although, Kim Deal probably had a lot more influence in the Pixies... Than anyone else had in the Dinosaur Junior who wasn't Jay Mascus. Mm-hmm. I don't like the songs, the Pixie songs. But it still sound like Frank Black, though. You know what I mean? It just yeah, weird. but doesn't like. And I heard uh, when I saw it on I forget maybe Bandcamp. It was going. He was going by Frank Francis Blackish Francis or something. And he changes up. Well, he used to be Black Francis, yeah. and then when he started doing kind of his solo stuff, it's a lot more countryish, if I remember. Mm-hmm. That's when you start going to Frank Black. He goes back and forth. I don't know. Now, the other thing to keep in mind with these two bands is Dinosaur Jr., which went on hiatus, actually started putting albums out again in 2007. Yeah, I saw that. The Pixies, I think they had an EP come out in 2014, which I did not listen to. And this would be their first full-length album without Kim Deal. So I meant to go back and listen to that single to see if it sounded similar. When we saw him, was Kim Deal there? No, she had left. She had I left think already. she had just left, yeah. So was that, what, 2014 when we saw him? 
when were pregnant. you pregnant? Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was an intermediate. Their touring yeah. basis, who I can't remember. And they like sounded the good. That's when I'm like, yeah. well, what happened between then? And they still sounded good. It's all right. It's just um, I would never if you played like too polished. I think his voice was too polished, and I think that was part of to bring it all around. I would immediately think of that Dinosaur Jr. album as a Dinosaur Jr. album. Yeah. I would not immediately think of that Pixies album. You think of it like a Frank Black uh, as a Pixies solo album. or something. I need, because that's the thing is his voice yeah. isn't that recognizable. Yeah, and that's like so, a, maybe something happened. I don't know. I don't know. Like he got in a fatal gargling accident with Brian Wilson. They were gargling. Yeah. I got ISIS your fucking vocal cords, <laughs> dickhole. I don't think Brian Wilson likes that potty mouth. No, I don't think so. So there we go. Um, they're both probably worth listening to. I would pick and choose on the Pixies. Dinosaur Jr., I'll probably I, download the next time I get yeah, around to Yeah, I mean, I said I listened to two phone. songs, but I really was impressed with that tiny mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Days of Rage. Mm. The Weathered Underground uh, came out August of this year. Um, Lost Paradise Records out of Montclair, Pennsylvania. Mm. Which is... Is it like your basement? Pretty, no, I don't live in Montclair anymore because that's like a whole mile away from me. Yeah. How do I describe it? Funky synth, almost like a moog for the synth. Slight acid, acid jazz feel, 70s sounding, a little Asian influence at times. I think they're describable as experimental post-punk shoegazing, and I don't see that at all. But that's at that point when you don't, you just start stringing like descriptors. I know. It's I like, feel like shoegazing, incidentally, gets tacked on to literally everything yeah, anymore. I think everything on Paradise, that Lost Paradise Records, had those tags. So it's probably a bit of that. Uh, their first song, "The Streets Are Filled with Snakes." It sounds like the end of a '70s like spy flick or something. It's very funky and I, I i think it's the best song i that's the one i sent you yeah it's pretty awesome i like it it's all instrumental yeah um, i was surprised a little surprised you went with an instrumental yeah it's really but i really good. liked it i loved it you have night sweats a little more funky i felt listening to that I, i'd be like driving with shaft <laughs> yeah and uh this would be the song playing if i was driving with shaft mm-hmm. bombs and broken pieces more funk and then the fourth song on this uh, EP, I would say. Very Moog-heavy, a little lighter, funky fun. So it's a little different, less funk, more Moog, I guess. I'm looking forward to more stuff. Instrumental, you don't hear it. It's cool. I like it. It's Yeah, I really liked it, and I like instrumentals to begin with. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's really nice. Very cool. I wouldn't say it was post-punk or shoegazing at all. Just synth-heavy fun. Not synth-heavy in, like, uh, the faint type of way, but... Uh, more moog and a little acid jazz feel but it was uh it's very good hmm. i like it a lot check out days of rage so jamie we got this magical mixtape mm-hmm. it's what i refer to as the the meow mix, meow mix. and meow meow meow, meow, meow from meow, yes meow, meow, from time meow, to time meow, 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 songs just appear on it meow, meow. okay so i put in the meow mix tape the other day in my eat track in my car yes so i was cruising around We'll talk about a few songs. Okay. Um, first off, Lady Gaga uh, put out a 45-second teaser for a song, Just Another Day. How was it? Well, I'm getting there. It was touted as a tribute to David Bowie. Ooh. So I was like... Pound, pound, pound. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot don't, of people don't sell the Gaga short. She's pretty... Uh... Well, I'm going to say I was wrong. It is... Um, you know, that's only 45 seconds. It is... It's a very good song. It's Stylistically, it sounds like it should be on Hunky Dory. Cool. The Hunky Dory album. So there's one. Uh, the other one I want to talk about was... Or Dr. Killbot. Mm-hmm. Dr. Killbot's this nerd punk 
band that had put out a few albums a couple years ago. Kind of like, uh, what's his face? Uh, Brian uh, Wilson. MC Chris, but um, not rap. Yeah, like MC Chris, but punky. Although they also get a lot more explicit with their lyrics. Yeah. Well, anyway, the last album they put out was in 07. And one of the songs of that album was a song called Heartless Fuck Machine. Yes. You listen to Heartless Fuck yeah, Machine? Yeah, I listen to both of them. Earlier this year, they released a song called Helpful Fun Machine. So Helpful Fun Machine is intended to be a radio edit of Heartless Fuck Machine. And it's like a ridiculous... It's radio, awesome. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Funny. Like, I will occasionally... I, I invent radio edits for just single lyrics. It reminds me of you when you would do um, the radio-friendly I Want to Hug the Furry, oh, yeah. furry Animal. Yeah, from, from the Night Shows. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, which of course like is... An I Want to Hug the Fuzzy Animals. <laughs> um, the other one would be from the Roxy Saint. Everyone loves to hug, hug. Everyone likes ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this is like a whole song... It's a sanitized edit of. I like they, when they're but, working out and they're like fighting child yeah. obesity. But like it's doing jumping yeah, you can't hair. see. So the original song is literally it's heartless fucking. It's just about all the ways you're gonna have like just horrible sex with people and like. Front I of like your when parents. he says you're gonna suck the tampon out of her pussy. Yeah. So they they're even like yeah this is our worst song ever, and in the new one it's it's stuff like you know you're gonna fight childhood obesity. Yeah. I'm gonna the whole like working out how he's yeah. like coming, but they're just working yeah. out and getting yeah. a good sweat. I study for his SATs, yes. stuff like that. So that was a nice thing. I'm hoping another album comes out because this would be the first thing since like '07, like I said. Yeah, um, been a while. Yeah, nine years. Nine years. Mother bands, you know, wait a long time. I think our Pixies from the previous. Yes. Wait a long time. Then yes. um, the final thing I want to mention. You're watching Mr. Robot? I'm on... I've only watched two. The opening song to an episode of... In an episode of season two. By a Japanese thrashcore band Mm -hmm. called Bleach. Not to be confused with the Christian rock band of the same name. Ah. And it's... The head that controls both right and left sides eats meat and slobbers even today. And it's just this really ridiculous thrashcore song. I'll check it out. Mr. Just thought I'd mention it. Mr. Robot's been good. Yeah. I dig it. And I had a couple of false leads on the, the mixtape. Uh, um, the Meow the, Meow Mix? The Meow Mix, yeah. Uh, the big one being, um, to bring it back to fuck. Or not fuck, uh, closer. <laughs> Nine Sales. Trent Reznor released a song, but it's off a soundtrack mm. that he's working on. But he's still saying that a Nine Inch Nails album is going to come out this year. Uh, he still has time. Yeah, it's, it's plenty October. of time. So that's all I got for now. Meow Mix. Meow I have one more EP that I'm going to talk about. Another album. Mm-hmm. Maybe another album or two. All right. Dangerous Kiss with a Kiss with Spit 7-inch came out. Um, actually, Mark and I just got the... Well, Mark ordered me the 7-inch last week. Off the top shelf records, but it supposedly came out in September. Uh, from L.A., hardcore punk slash indie band. They're kind of hard to put in a box of Dangerous. They have an upcoming third LP coming out in a month or two called The Bend and the Break. So the first song, Kiss with Spit, is an angry, aggressive sing-along scream chorus of Kiss with Spit! Which, which grosses me out, by the way. But it's... I don't know how to sell the song, but it's just kind of cool. It's like, decent, but yeah, I just thought I like... Just a big old spitty mouth spitting <laughs> in someone's mouth when you're coming Second song on the album, Long Pig. More of a traditional, fast, thrashy, hardcore. Mm-hmm. And then Oxhead. It's the longest song on the album, uh, close to four minutes. Has a, if you're, if, 
any of you guys are familiar with the band Filth back in the day, Bay Area hardcore or punk band, uh, feel to it. It has like a 90s Bay Area punk hardcore sound. As I said, it's hard to put the dangers in a box. They change up their sound and their style to a point. Like they're not, um, you know, playing jazz in each record. So I'm kind of interested to see where they're, they're going. They kind of will just like do instrumentals in the middle of their sets, like their songs mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just, they, and they do it well. Like they're a very tight band. But I really like Kiss, Kiss with Spit. It's a fun single. Yeah. I don't have too much to say about it. I, let, I think the dangers, hopefully they get a little more press. Because um, they're a good band mm. and they're fun. Spit. Uh, kids you know, with spit. You know what Long Pig is? No. You don't? No. Long Pig is refers to human flesh. So cannibalism, they would refer to oh, the, really? so, as Long Pig. Interesting. Mm. Well, I've read a couple reviews on because I'm like, okay, like, I can't put my finger on it. I, I, I like to read other reviews of bands that I'm like reviewing or whatever. And people have said they're, ah, oh, what the hell was the. They were just pissed for no reason. They were just angry for no reason. Um, I can't remember other stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I've had mm. too many beers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the other band, I'm sure you've heard of, No Effects, has a new no album. No Effects? Yes. No Effects. The last time I really listened to No Effects was probably in the late 90s with Pump, Punk and Drublick. They've had, you know, a bunch of albums before or uh, after that. I think Heavy Petting Zoo and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. So they came out with an album called First Ditch Effort, and apparently Fat Mike is sober now. He was addicted to pills, mm. so he went to his doctor. Yeah. They're like, oh, we'll get you off this, but you have to go in this rehab for like two months, and we're going to give you these pills. So he got addicted to those pills. Oh. Like, they just totally fucked him over, and he mm. went into another rehab and got off this other shit. So he's like kind of pissed that he, you know, tried to get help, and they yeah. screwed him more, which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, I've heard their one single, Mark played it for me, and I also got a, a flexi in New Noise Magazine called Six Years on Dope or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's like, he's not the main singer, it's him and the uh, guitarist or whatever, and I was like, wow, this is actually really good, I wouldn't even think this was like a new no effects song. So Mark ended up getting the album, and it came out this week, he played it for me, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually really, really good, like, it's just odd, like, to be caring about a, a no effects album, um. So I would say it's kind of a quasi-review. There's some of the songs, like the one song Mark played back for me, I'm like, oh shit, it ended up sounding like a riff from Ribbed, which one of their prior albums. Uh, Sid and Nancy is a good song. Oxymoronic's like one of their big songs. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's it's interesting and lyrically pretty cool. So uh, yeah, No Effects. Um, I would never think I'd give a positive review yeah. to No Effects, mm. but it's, it's a good band. Mm. It's, it's kind of um, interesting that these old... Bands we, uh, at least I grew up listening mm-hmm. to, are putting out good good music. Like, 20 years yeah. later, you shouldn't be be like, I dig the Descendants and no effects right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good yeah. stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, Devil Makes 3 came out. Cruel Hand. There's a bunch of stuff I could review. Yeah. I got a few things coming up. Like what? I can't secret. I don't, uh, tell, I don't tell secrets. What you do is secret. 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 So you're just funny. You're talking about the whole pill thing. Um, mm-hmm. I had watched recently a documentary called Bob the Monster, mm-hmm. which is about Bob Forrest, who was oh, yeah, the yeah. guy with the weird hair from Celebrity Rehab. Bob the Monster was frontman for a band called Thelonious Monster, which I believe they said 
Like, he should have been really big. And listening to some of that music, listen to the Beautiful Mess album, I agree. There was something there, but he basically fucked himself up on drugs. Just really drugs. Big. And he is part of that, like, 80s L.A. scene because he knew, like, Flea and Anthony Kiedis. He knew, mm-hmm. like, like, Jane's Addiction, all that stuff. He knew all those guys right when everyone was starting out. And they all said he was supposed to be the one who probably would have gone. It's crazy. Forward. But anyway, at one point he talks about... He got basically involved in outpatient recovery programs for musicians. Yeah. And when he saw the culture change from abstinence-based to maintenance-based, which is where they just give you pills. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the big one is Suboxone for opiates right now. And he just got to... He's like, it's ridiculous. We just get them hooked on different drugs. Yeah, that's... What kind of happened to Fat Mike? If it probably happens to a lot of people. Artie Lang, I believe. Hmm. We totally over medicate. Yeah, uh, no, we don't. More medication. That's what I need. <laughs> Total. Yeah. yeah. I did see an article. It was on Facebook. One of my friends posted. Um, did you see about how there's like your subconscious just goes moves to um, uh, parallel universes when you die? So like that's the whole like. It's something with our, like, brains and the tubular... I didn't read of the... Like, I saw it, and I had heard that theory before. Yeah. That somewhere between legitimately... Like, uh, educational to very crystally, but... No, I'm... It was a physicist who had said his idea was the second you die, you're no longer... It's where, where the energy of your conscience goes, yeah. more or less. And he's basically like, you're not bound by linear time anymore. You can kind of... That space and time are just, like, what you feel now like as a because you can't mm-hmm. understand it or comprehend yeah. it that's how i yeah the so i actually saw the article today i was going to read it but i got yeah it's, tell me yeah. what you think because it kind of scares me what that's great though it's, what are you afraid of well i used to be afraid when i fell asleep i'd die yeah so what if i died and i just waked up woke up in a, another another parallel universe or that one time i got stoned for the first time yeah and i was looking in the mirror you know, there's... And then I'm dead. And then I just moved into another body. You know, some nihilists say... What? That every time you go to sleep, you do die. And it's a different person waking up. And that person just has your memory, so they don't never know. Or... A cut off your Johnson. <laughs> I cut off your Johnson Lebowski. <laughs> I want the blueberry cat pancakes. Amy Mann was in that. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Or now, like, with the whole, um... You don't have free will because you're... Your uh, DNA have that much uh, say over your whole existence. You ever hear that? We were talking yeah. about that in class. Yeah, biology. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't think that's true, though. Um, I think it's true to a point, but you still have a choice. Like, you I can be a blatant alcoholic, or you could just say, I want to better myself. The potential's there, and you're more prepositioned. This is what I believe, and I think a lot of people believe. You're predispositioned towards certain things, but there's still an element of choice. Science. But to, to go even more, they like... the. There are people who say, like, because you're, it's all genetic programming, and you're just sort of machines going through day to day. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I don't believe it. Oh, the other thing with that article, the consciousness, it was like, your brain's just a receptor, like, kind of how Wi-Fi is, or the cloud, and, mm-hmm. like, how energy is, you just go to different bodies. Mm-hmm. Be like Cylons and shit. Yeah, well, people, like, Elon Musk is one, they believe that we're all in a simulation. Yeah, so let me ask you this question. Do you really give a shit? If what? you never know we're not in a simulate... Say we're computer... We're, we're someone's like little dudes in a computer game. Does it really no, make a I, difference to you? No, well, it does. Why? Because I have a kid. 
Because if it's not, if because if I'm wrong, I'm really fucking, I'm a real fucking well, asshole. Well, but how does it change your life? Like if you're, it doesn't change my life. But if I'm playing a sim- simulation, I kind of want to win anyway. No, you are a simulation. Yeah. You're part. But as long as you don't know, as long as you don't see your strings. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Don't bother me. I don't know. I, I, I just kind of wish they would have made a better character. <laughs> well, you better yourself then. Yeah. yeah. Man, like like fat loots is what I want to be famous. But to be famous, really? Yeah, rich. I want to be a little famous. You'd be like Brad and Angelina. Oh, they're not together anymore. Oh. 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 Yeah. Well. Do, 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 do. What a, what a metaphysical <laughs> downer. I know. At least I, I fixed your transformer. He looks like all like derpy. <laughs> this is my little wheel jack. I had a wheel jack um, Autobot. That sounds was, gross. I'm going to wheel jack you Autobot. He wasn't, he wasn't very... He wasn't transformed particularly correct. And I am bothered to fix him. And then Jamie kind of... Oh, I fixed him. Sort of fixed him. But he looks all derpalific. Yeah, he's fixed. He couldn't right. fight Decepticons. The he, he couldn't fight. I thought you called them the Septagons. Decepticons. He couldn't fight a GoBot. <laughs> I used to have GoBots. We all had GoBots. Yeah. And then you find your first Transformer and you realize GoBots are lame No, I was like, these are dumb anyway. You're like, I like Scooter. No. He goes, beep, beep. Beep, oh, beep. He's going into the cave with the eel. <laughs> oh, apparently Mammoth Cave is an entrance we're going back to Lou made a, a, a uh, visit to Mammoth Cave. Yeah. An entrance to the Hollow Earth. I've been listening to a lot of Hollow Earth series. Is this off theories. your, your uh, higher high, side chats? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, they don't know how deep it goes. No. They, I know where it goes. Well, the Hollow Earth? Uh-huh. Where the You're going to come out by Antarctica and or the Arctic. Ah. The North Pole. Not the South Pole. Ah. Because books told this guy. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, we have so many stories and subjects to talk about. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, um, I think uh, next podcast we'll do something spooky for our Halloween. And we'll do some more reviews and um, we might ask for some topics. We'll probably think of some. I want to think of some Halloween-y. I want us to think of some Halloween-ies. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like Hollowworth. Aren't they like all kind of hollow? I, I don't know. I don't have a wiener. Yeah, they're hollow. I guess. That's where the pee-pee comes out. <laughs> through the tube. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, Facebook, Trash South Street. www.trashsouthstreet at gmail. Trashsouthstreet.com. Hit us up. Get a sticker. No one wrote a review. So nah. for the two people that visit that <laughs> listen to us now instead of like Matthew. I'll say, hi, Matthew and Tom Mitchell. Yeah. That's about it. And Jamie and Lil. And maybe Steve or you. Alright, anyway. Yeah. Alright, goodbye everybody. Later!